It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Yay! That, that kind of never gets old, Yay. does it? That's, I love it. I love it. That's a lot of fun, but... Oh. <laughs> what? Now you may, you may ask, why that? We're in the twilight zone today. We might be. Am I supposed to hear this? Yes, you are. <laughs> and that's why we are. There you go. Okay. So, so if you hear a third voice, it's not your it's, imagination. It's not in our heads. It's not in your head. It's, Can you turn? it's the great it's Sonia. My, it's my mother in law. You're on the air, Sonia. So you're, on. Just, you're, you're good. Turn it up. Do you want it up? Yeah. Don't you're, worry. You're, here, just Your voices. don't worry about no, us. Don't worry we're, about we're us. We're not engineering. We are. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so welcome. we talk about her a lot, actually. We do. Um, and we thought, why not bring her in? Absolutely. Have you her know, in and, and have you guys that. get to know her. Yes. And because I think but she's going to have. She's going to be the mother-in-law fly on the wall. Yeah. And my mother has an interesting story. And. Some, she, who knows? She's here really to listen, it's but to listen. you know what? But feel free to chime in if you have a will. thought or a question. So this is yeah. um, okay. So, so uh, today's episode is is called "The Magic Is in You," and when it comes to love, wasn't that a Kiki D song? Is it? I got the magic. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, that was a. I got the music in me. Oh, Sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, I got something. You, know, you in really me. didn't. You forgot that already. I. Oh, I don't know. I the only Kiki D song I know is uh, what's what is it with Elton John? Uh, don't go breaking right, my heart. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so. so wh- uh, okay. You got the magic. So the magic, the magic is in you. That is what we we're calling today's episode because I do feel that, um, love, is. Something that can be, a lot of it is out of your control, but there is a lot that is in your control. And the um, it's a little bit of DIY, I think. It's a little DIY project. Love, finding love, and um, as our friend Madeline has often said, the pursuit of love is critical. Okay. And uh, one should not get discouraged. One, sh- you're going to get frustrated. But don't be discouraged and don't give up on yourself and understand that you have all the tools. They're already inside you. You have questions, but you know what? I think I, I think you also have a lot of your own answers. And today's episode is dedicated to uh, accessing those answers, accessing uh, your own tools, and perfecting your skills to attract love, um, wealth, prosperity, good health, abundance. And we have a guest who is an expert in doing that, Okay. Arielle Ford. And we're going to bring her on and we're gonna, she's going to tell you how to manifest it all. Uh, okay, so when we talk about the tools that we possess... Uh, I think that um, 
we are basically uh, lazy, and we don't really utilize them. And we don't, you know, the, these tools that we have within us uh, are uh, uh, buried, and we don't know how to access them or how to make them work for us. And so we feel like when we meet somebody new, uh, they will complete us, but it doesn't really work that way. And uh, we have to, you know, be as complete as possible <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> in order for us to... Right. I, th- I think that when I say DIY, it is do-it-yourself. It is because you can't, um, you can't, it, it is important to look outside yourself for helpful tools, whatever you can, whatever you can find and access and utilize to help you along your your journey. But ultimately, you're going to find it, it, you will find it in yourself. So no amount of, uh, although I'm all for self-help, you know me, self-help junkie over here. I'm all for books. I'm all for whatever you need, uh, therapy, hypnotherapy, um, I don't know, anything, anything that you can, you can soak up, any bit of information, wisdom, advice, knowledge to help you along your way. But ultimately, you are going to make those connections in yourself. How about experience? And, drawing and from yes. your own experience and trying not to repeat patterns that you recently did with a past relationship that went sour. Uh, and how do you avoid those pitfalls? And what is it that you can do to be proactive about recognizing those things that happen that cause you to make a turn here where you're going to get, you know that if this action is going to garner this reaction from somebody, how do you keep that from happening in a negative way? Uh, it takes uh, some dedication and discipline on your part to want to go inside and do the work. Sorry, but that is really... But we're lazy. People are lazy. They don't want to do it. No, they don't. I'd because guess what? Because do people it. don't like pain and they don't like truth. And uh, it's very difficult to face the hard truths about yourself. But that's but that's what you need to do, especially, you know, you and I, we've been at it for a long time. You know, hopefully, hopefully whoever's listening is not going to be single for 50 years or 56 years. Or as you were. I mean, hopefully you all months. get your shit together way sooner than that. And your path to uh, finding love will be a lot quicker. But with that said, uh, there was a reason for whatever reason it took us that long. And we had tons of time to figure it out and tons of time to fail. Tons of time to get up and brush ourselves off and learn the lesson. So... That's that you know. That's the but business. it's 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 not a it is not a destination. It is a journey. So right. the lesson that we are learning is continuous. It is right. And you know what else it's there. done? It's also totally turned me on to finding. Um, so now that I've I've got love, you know, I check that off. Right. So now the journey continues. Right. The the right. the mission. The the do-it-yourselfness of finding, uh, you know, well-being and abundance, as I was saying. And why stop with love? Why stop? Why not attract to you, magnetize to you every great thing that you can? Now you're just being greedy. 
Well, you but know, you should be. It, but it is. But it, you, I but agree. It's, it's if possible. it works for you with love, apply the same thing right. in other types of categories, be it your work life, uh, social, career. You got it. Financial, whatever it is that you are seeking, uh, these are all tips that can transcend one category. Uh, why not? Why stop? That's that's what makes this episode so uh, user friendly. That you don't. Well, all our shows are user friendly, and you don't have to be single to love done being single. No, but. It, there's so much in it for everybody, single, married, divorce, uh, unemployed, uh, unhappy. I mean, whatever it is that you're looking for and wanting and wanting, we've got all this, this well, you know, we this sure, great stuff. We hope so. And uh, our guest today will uh, hope, hopefully enlighten us all on this. Yeah. So, really excited um, to have her on. Sonia, how are you doing over there? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Is, is any of this resonating with you, or are you feeling it? Are you hearing it and going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm? Yes, or, I am. I am doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been telling you forever, right, uh, since all the things you, you can do to improve your life, to find happiness, to live better, be better, right? Do I not just harangue you on a daily basis with all that stuff? Oh, too much. She's a good haranguer. I do. Uh-huh. I do. I, I, you know, I need to. You need I to have, harangue I, it up sometimes, but that's, yeah. But, I, but, you know, I do it for a living. She I mean, I'm, you know. up for her, right? Uh, I'm in the business. I'm in the, the. You're in the haranguing business. I'm in the motivation business. Yes. I'm in the self-improvement business. I can't stop myself. My mother, on the other hand, she's she's the worst client ever. No, no, I you I are. Was. No, you're the. <laughs> she's the first. She's the worst. Okay. You're the second worst. Well, all right. Why? So, because you don't listen why? to what I tell you to do. I'm sorry. You don't listen to my advice. Sure, she listens. She listens. She doesn't take it, maybe. Right. So I I listen too, and I don't take it. But that's you know it's different. Well, but, yeah, but. Okay, it's it is it's it, you know you got to know when you got to know your audience. I wonder how I many guess. of your other clients don't listen and, and and take it and just like you know grin and bear it. Uh, they know they, no, they the all bow good. down. They do. They do. They do as I say. Okay. They obey me. Wish you did. Usually our uh, <laughs> our sessions are more like. A, yes. Right. No. It kind of is everybody. The minute I get on my high self-improvement horse, oh my god! Oh boy! Yes, but for sure, we're it's all not about, going to end well. Love you. We're all about love here, though. I love you just the way you are. Thank you, honey. I do, Thank and that's know. oh, by the way, that's really the bottom line. That's the name of a song. Oh, can you sing it? I love you just the way you are. Do you know it? Can I sing it? No, I can't okay. sing it. Don't go changing. No, that's, oh, that's good. That's, that's isn't that it? Isn't, is, that's that, it. That was. That's oh, that's the, Billy. Right. Billy Joel. Come on, you guys. Um, Don't right, go well, changing to try to please me. me. Change to please yourself. How's that? That was not I'm going to change the, just the way you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to, you really do have to love and accept everything in yourself for who you are and what you are. But there's room for improvement. That's why we're doing this episode and this show. So right. we have a, another minute or so uh, left uh, before our break, and we bring on uh, Ariel Ford. Ariel. Uh, Ariel, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It and, so, um, 
she is uh, one of the early, uh, I'd say, pioneers in the contemporary spirituality movement. Um, I am familiar with her from way back in the Law of Attraction days, a book that I read, a movie that I saw, and it, I still really live by it. I do. Did you see it? Did you read it? Book? Yes, you did? A You're book? Nodding. No. The, did you read a book? <laughs> I've read a book. Oh, did I mention that that's one of the other things I want? I crack the whip. Read more books! Um, did you read the book? Do you know what I'm talking Yes, you do know what I'm talking about. Okay, Law of Attraction. Um, What's that got to do with me? Yeah, a lot has to, okay. it has to do with you. Because it doesn't stop. The Law of Attraction is around you. It's with you. It's in you. All the time, and we're gonna we're gonna bring it out of you, people. Okay. God damn it! It's the last thing we do. All right, so we are going to go to a break right now, and then bring Ariel Ford on. Right on. And uh, Sonia, how you doing? Wonderful. Thank Excellent. You. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll be right back. Now, back to done being single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. All right. Okay, welcome back to our We are back, segment. and my mother's on the edge of her seat. <laughs> Literally. Sonia, <laughs> she can't wait she's for this. She's a seatbelt. Okay, but. so we're going to bring on, bring on Arielle. I need to read her little bio. I have my contacts in today, everybody, which... You want me to hold it for you? Um, I first time contacts here today, usually wear my glasses, so pardon me, I'm going to read this slowly. I, you think I'd be able to see with the contacts problem with the contacts is that I can see at an arm's distance. Fantastic. It's up close. The- okay. So here we go. Jeez. Ariel Ford is a love and relationship expert and a leading personality in the personal growth and contemporary spirituality movement. For the past 25 years, she has been living, teaching, and promoting consciousness through all forms of media. She is a speaker and the producer and host of Evolving Wisdom's Art of Love series. Her mission is to help people find love, keep love, and most importantly, be loved. Right on. Ariel is the author of 11 books, including the international bestseller, The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction. She is also the author of Turn Your Mate into Your Soulmate, a book that offers simple, fun, and effective ways to to attain groundbreaking shifts in your perception so that you can find the beauty and perfection in yourself and your mate. Welcome, Ariel. Thank you. How are you guys? We are great, Ariel. Thank you for being part of the show today. Oh, you're so welcome. Hey, I got to jump in really quick. I was listening to your first segment, and Robbie, you were talking yes. about being greedy with the law of attraction. Yes. And, and here's why you want to be greedy, okay? So I'm going to do a Law of Attraction 101 for the three people out there who don't understand what it is. The Law of Attraction states that we draw to us the people, places, and experiences that match our state of being. So whatever you're thinking, if you're thinking, I'm loved, I'm lovable, you know, love comes to me easily, that will be your experience. And if you're thinking, oh, I'm such a loser in love, I'm unlucky in love, I'm unlovable, I'm always going to be alone... That, too, will be your experience. And the reason for this is that just like the law of gravity is always, always working, whether you see it or not or believe it or not, the law of attraction is always working. 
So if you're not working with and in partnership, the universe, with the law of attraction to have your desires fulfilled, what you're going to manifest is all your unconscious beliefs and thoughts. So by judging yourself as being greedy for wanting too much, you're completely limiting your possibility. Does that make sense? Yes, but I think we're entitled to be greedy, aren't we? If we oh, tell feel that's like what I'm saying, absolutely. There's no I, I downside think, to it. You I know, think so maybe if you want to manifest a great relationship, do that. If you also want to manifest, you know, the perfect little black dress to wear on Saturday night and the great place to live and your dream vacation and everything on your bucket list, do that too. I think what I'm getting from that is um, that water seeks its own level. Could you apply that to to this? Because if you're not aiming high, if you're not being greedy, um, then you are settling for mediocrity. Whatever happens. Yeah, totally. Okay, so and, and yeah, I'm with have, you on that. We have the ability. Deepak Chopra always says that if you have a desire for something, the seeds for the fulfillment of that desire already exist within you or you wouldn't have the desire. Okay. So, okay. So right to that Deepak. end, so, so we all have a need to, well, most of us have a desire, a wish, a need to love and be loved. Uh, you know, we hear from a lot of people and I, and you and I, Ariel, can relate to this being that we are both late blooming brides, spent many years wondering and waiting and worrying. Why, why, why? Why isn't it working? Why isn't it happening faster now, sooner? And how did it happen for you? What was your, um, you know, I, I know that we, we talk a lot about manifesting and I would love to know what steps you or what, what, whatever you call them, exercises or meditations or things that you did to attract your love right. into your so life. It's the program that I call the Soulmate Secret. And what happened was I woke up one morning really early. I wasn't, you know, it was like six in the morning. I hadn't even opened my eyes. And I was lying in bed, feeling around, looking for my 25-pound cat. And my cat wasn't there. And all I could feel was this empty, expansive bed. And I suddenly had this thought, which was, oh, my God, I forgot to get married. And I started lying in my bed thinking about, how did I get to be 43 and never married? And as I looked at my life, I saw that I had been spending all of my time and energy and attention on building my business. And I was, having, I was very successful with it and having a good time, but I was not spending any time on my love life. So I decided to take all the prayers and processes and rituals and <clears throat> law of attraction things I used to build my business and apply them to my love life to see if they would work. And they worked brilliantly. And I met my husband six months later. Three, three weeks after we met, we got engaged. And a year after we got engaged, we had three weddings. And what was great about it was that we both realized that had we met a month sooner than we did, we would have never come together. It was just not the right time, that there's a divine timing 
to relationship and that for me he was worth waiting for and I for him the same thing I was worth waiting for and so the the whining complaining people that end up in my workshops and not all of them but a lot of them have the same whine and complaint where is he I've done everything I've tried everything but nothing works and you know A, they haven't done everything because they haven't begun to manage their limiting beliefs and thoughts. And B, they're not accepting of the fact that there is a divine timing um, part to it that has to be accepted. How clear do you have to be on what you want? Well, it's really useful. Let me give you an example. Let's say you were really thirsty. You walked into Starbucks. You went up to the counter and you said to the man or woman, I'm thirsty. That's it. I'm thirsty. Well, in three minutes, they would hand you something to drink. And chances are, it's not what you want. But what you don't do that. Nobody does it. You walk up and say, hey, I'd like a tall Americano with, you know, extra stevia and some foam and sprinkled chocolate on the top. And you know, in three minutes, what you ordered is what you're going to get. So it's like that with everything with the law of attraction. You need to properly place your order with the universe. And what that means is that you have to have a really deep conversation with yourself about what your soul is most calling for in a relationship. So this isn't, oh, I want a guy who's 6'2", 175 pounds, dark curly hair, green eyes, makes $400,000 a year, and lives on the ocean. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about knowing what the heart traits and qualities are that you need to have a long, healthy, happy life. And that's part of where people go wrong because they think they know what they want to be happy, but they really don't because they're looking for things as opposed to qualities. And so even if that exact person were to show up, height, weight, income level, all of that, all of that could change. Their hair is going to fall out. The money is going to come and go. They're going to lose weight or gain weight. None of those factors contribute to long-term happiness. But if you ask for, oh, I want somebody who uh, really likes my sense of humor and is kind and compassionate and is crazy about dogs and wants to live near the ocean, then you're getting a little closer to being able to place an order that can be fulfilled. I um, I love your story about waking up one morning and realizing that you had built a business, but you hadn't built, I guess, a, a life or love life. Because I, I think, and it's kind of cool that my mother's sitting right here because that is really her story. And I think my mom uh, was a businesswoman. Uh, a working woman, a working mother, and uh, she built a huge business and really kind of was married to it for many, many years um, throughout my childhood, all of my adulthood. And I I wonder if, uh, Ma, I wondered, it, was there any time during your success in the years of being the president of your own company, did you ever think, hmm, I've attained all this success. Why am why isn't it not translating to my to my love life? Why oh, can't yes. I I had that thought and and it it happened once a week at the same time. It would usually happen on a Saturday night at 11 o'clock, 
and I'd be driving home from a party, a gala, a screening, something wonderful, but I'd have no one to talk to about it. Because all of my, I was married to my business. That was, I never had children. My clients were my children. And at that point in my life, that was sort of the proper thing for me to be doing. Would I have liked to have been married to the perfect guy and had my soulmate then? Yes, I would have. Would the marriage have lasted? I'm not so sure. Because my attention was really filled up, just like your mom's attention. I mean, being a, you know, having kids to raise and a business to run, you know, there's a time and a place because relationships, as you guys know, take work. And you have to be able to put your love and your energy and your focus into the other to grow the relationship. So, you know, for me, what it came down to was I had gotten to a point in my life where I had achieved so much success outwardly, that having a relationship became more important. Not that the business suffered, because the strange thing that happened was that once Brian and I got together, my income doubled the first year we were together. Not because I was doing anything different in my business, but I believe because for the first time, I had such an emotional level of safety and support that I was easily able to generate more success without working hard. Was it a conscious, do we have time to, are we taking a break? We, I, we a quick, a, so a quick question, was that, was it a conscious effort though for you to, to no. take, it just yeah. happened. Okay. Like, it, it was a result that happened. When I looked back, I saw, and I tried to figure out, well, why did my income suddenly double? Because I wasn't working harder and I realized and people were giving me feedback. They were saying, "Oh, you were always such a type A, and now you're so. Now that you're with Brian, you're so much happier. You're so much more relaxed. You're so much more fun to be with." Interesting. It does tend to have um, other benefits. Um, once one thing starts kind of firing, you know, the other things start to kind of fall into place. Prime but I, I want to pose the same question to my mother after the break. About right, about we are going to a break. right how to how to translate or how to um, parlay your success in one area of your life into another, and how you do that, and then you can also Ariel, please tell us how you know you do that too. Okay, so, we, so after the we are going break. to a break right now, and we will be back with uh, Ariel and our in in studio guest uh, Sonia Brandon right after this. And now. Back to Done Being Single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that, okay. Right. So, uh, we, <laughs> this was, um, this was r- great. So, uh, it, it, my you, mother uh, was so riveted that she almost fell off her chair. She now she did. has to leave the room. That's okay. It's okay. Bye bye. Go. Uh, do you want to go sit on the couch? So, yeah. Okay, go sit so on the okay. couch. We'll, we'll be in. A, we'll take your, okay. Okay. All right. We'll we'll come back in and check. We'll see you in a little. So. Bit. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> bye bye. Go ahead. So, go sit. Go in the living room. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. In a, in a minute. So here we are. Uh, okay. So we are back with Ariel. <laughs> And what we wanted to do, uh, we will not do now okay. in terms of that. So, so, so my mom, she, she would have told you herself, but okay. uh, she started a business, Commercials Unlimited. She was she was a pioneer. She was probably the first woman in this business to start a commercial talent agency, and she was hugely successful. 
yet could not seem to, after they got divorced, that was kind of it. She had a couple boyfriends in the 70s, and that was it. And it was, you know, the business gave her what no man probably could. And I don't really think she So the dedication walked. to her business was not applied to the... No, but, uh, but see, what we're saying is yeah. it's got to be conscious. It's got to be deliberate. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, you have to be super focused. Not to the extent that you are hyper-focusing, because I've been that. I've mm-hmm. been that too, where, you know, I used to make lists. And Ariel and I may have different opinion on making lists. But I ultimately found that uh, adhering to a list and looking at it every day when it was taped to the inside of my medicine cabinet in the in the, uh, in the bathroom it sort of defeated the purpose and it somehow. Are you talking? Are you it, talking it, about a soulmate wish list? Kind of, yes, yes. Oh boy. Okay, so so I do not recommend that. Just so you know. Okay. I, I recommend that you write you write one list one time, just to have the clarity, but then you. You release it in a ritual and you burn it. And if you're looking at it every day, then all you, then you're you're sort of working against yourself because you're reinforcing that what you're asking for hasn't arrived. That something's missing. So, you know, I agree with you. Looking at a list every day is not the way to get a soulmate. But I think first having one, an initial one, even if it's just a few things like your must-haves and your deal breakers. Just, you know, just as some direction, I think, is important. Well, so uh, in looking at your website, I was uh, reading over a lot of your entries, and you have quite a few entries, and they're all just uh, very interesting, and it's it's really wonderful reading. But I was uh, struck by the uh, the term hopium. And yeah. and how you and it, this is from John Asaraf that uh, you attributed to, and uh, how that applies. Yes, because a lot of people are smoking the hopium pipe. Oh, I hope I, this happens, and I hope that happens, and it doesn't happen that way. It takes action steps. So you know, the if you're going to practice the law of attraction consciously. You first want to have clarity about what it is you're desiring to create, and then you have to own the belief that what you've asked for is already yours. And then the most important part is to take action steps. You know, if your deepest desire is to spend the rest of your life with the love of your life, sitting at home alone on the couch watching the Kardashians is a guaranteed way to make sure it never happens. You know, you have to become visible, which means you have to get out and go do things and be pro-choice, just as if, you know, um, Trayvon, if your mother, being a single mother, had did, lost her business, had no income, didn't have a way to feed you guys, and she sat home watching General Hospital instead of looking for a job, nothing would have happened. You would have starved to death. So on every level, we have to be uh, personally responsible for co-creating with the universe and being in action. Okay, so. Well, so, uh, okay, so, uh, but part of the hopium uh, issue, I think, is that it's it really is pertaining to people that are not prepared to do things to help themselves get over that. Exactly. Exactly. Right. They're so you you got to be really. Real- it will spontaneously happen. It's like you know, it's like somebody. 
you know, put their hand up to their forehead and go, well, if it's meant to be for me to have love, love will find me. Maybe, if you're really lucky. (laughs) But for most people, it doesn't happen that way. We have to, you know, we have to be the masters of our, our destiny. So that's why I say you have to give up the hopium pipe. You know, and, and, and certainly I was guilty of that when I was totally focused on my business. I would have these thoughts, oh, I hope I can meet my soulmate. I hope I can meet the one. But did I ever really do anything about it? No, I just sort of like if I randomly met somebody and they asked me out, I would go out with them. But I had never really given any thought to what kind of relationship do I really want and what kind of person do I need to be really happy? And so when I had that thought, oh, my God, I forgot to get married, I started really doing a sort of a, oh, what do you call it, a post-mortem on my love life. Like, I looked at the big relationships I'd been in, and I looked about what I liked about them and what I didn't like about them. And I had the same number one complaint in all of my previous relationships. And that was, I was with men who were even more ambitious than I was and didn't have time for me. And I saw that what my soul was most calling for was that I needed a man who was really generous. Not with his wallet, because I was making plenty of money, but generous with his love, attention, affection, time, appreciation, somebody who could really be there for me. And when I first had that realization, I was sort of appalled because I thought, oh, my God, I'm so needy. But the truth is and still was and still is today, in that domain of needing attention, that is what I needed and what I still need. And I saw that I wanted to manifest a soulmate for whom I would be the center of his universe. And... 21 years later, I can tell you it's still working for both of us. Yeah, I'm, Congratulations. I'm, I'm nodding my head because my path was a lot like yours. And I, for the longest time, didn't really know what I wanted. I think that was preventing me. And I do think it with any, I think you're right. You go into Starbucks, you can't just say, I'm thirsty. You have to say, I'm thirsty for this. I know what I want. Right. I know it feels good. I know what it's going to feel. I, I know what feels good going down. Um, uh, that's not the word. I'm just, you know what I'm saying. Um, right, because you want to be... Where are you going with that? The relationship uh, it, is to nourish your body, mind, and spirit. Yes, so... You know, so it's important I to know I think it's... Yes, but you got to get to... you got to have that turning point, that, that moment where you turn a corner and you go, uh-uh, uh, you know, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I deserve right. better. I want better. What is that moment? What do you have to do to get there, Ariel? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, in my 20s, I went through a lot of very deep depressions, and I was seeing a psychologist and a psychiatrist and on medication, and my psychologist said to me one day when I told her I just couldn't stand being depressed anymore, she said to me, well, I don't think you're depressed enough. And I was so shocked by that response. I, couldn't, I could barely speak. And she said, when you're depressed enough, you will do something about it. You know, you will figure out what it's going to take to make you happy. And that, that was one of the most life-changing days of my life because I saw 
that I had no clue. I knew I didn't want to be depressed. I knew how awful that felt. But I was clueless as to what my kind of happiness would look like. And once I began that journey, uh, which included not only figuring out what, what I needed to be happy, but actually studying happy people, like how do happy people behave and could I mimic their behavior, I was able to completely turn it around. Okay, uh, I um, have a, another uh, question in, in reading your um, website. A uh, great point is the real purpose of marriage, which I was uh, fascinated by. And uh, yeah. can you talk a little it, bit about it's that? It's a fascinating topic. So um, I've interviewed Harville Hendricks many, many times. So he, Oprah calls him the marriage whisperer. He's one of the top two leading marriage researchers in the world. And Harville believes that the true purpose of marriage is once you get married and take sacred vows, it kicks up all your childhood wounds to be healed. So the marriage becomes a safe and sacred container for your own personal growth and healing. Yeah, and I'd say that's, that's true. That's certainly been my experience. And yes. I asked him one day, I said, I said, well, how do you know if you're in the right relationship? And he said, and he, he laughed so hard, and then he said, you know you're in the right relationship when it starts off as a dream come true and then some point becomes your worst nightmare. Oh, my. Because so- when your childhood wounds get kicked up, it can get really ugly. But if you're in the safety of being married to your best friend, your lover, your partner, your safe mm-hmm. place to land, you now have support for healing those wounded places in yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ariel, are you in our bed with us Wow, that's uh, really heavy. Are you overhearing that's, us? No, and Because no, this is, a, that's so true, especially late bloomers like us, where we came into this relationship with a, you know, shit load of shit. And, and issues and stuff. And uh, we unload. We, uh, Robbie un- helps me unpack it so that I don't unload it. Get it? Right. And right. I am thankful for that. I, I want to ask you. Oh, here's, the other, here's the other. Let me just tell you one other thing Harville says. It's so great. He says that we have unconscious mate selectors so that we end up picking the person that will be our greatest lover and teacher, even though it gets so messy and ugly at times. So it's not yes. an accident that you picked each other. No, I don't think so. I, I think it was a little divine intervention. And as far as the worst nightmare, uh, I don't think we've really... Well, we Maybe touch no, on you know, it's no, but I'll tell you what what good partnership does. it It brings your awareness to the, your own worst nightmares in yourself. And and it makes us comfortable to discuss and, what it is that we've encountered. Yes, because I'm new to partnership. I haven't yes. I, I mean, this is my longest relationship. And we've been married four and a half years. So this is all incredible for me. Um, so thank so you, every Robbie minute, Sharf. every minute is a new thank you. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's 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 fantastic. And like I said at the uh, the top of the show, why stop here? You know, why uh, somehow we were able to manifest this? Um, why not? You know, how can we continue our journey and manifest other things? 
you know, success, uh, accomplishments, achievements, well, yeah, and blah, blah, great. blah. It's great when you can create a shared bucket list, you know, um, of, of things that you want to do, not just for your own personal self, but together as a couple, ways in which you want to grow, things you want to do together. And um, we, we are definitely you're in doing it the that. long haul. Yeah, we have a, a lot on our plate right now, and it's uh, yeah. all exciting, and it's, it's actually but the most I, exciting But it's time. not by accident. It's no. not. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's some luck involved. There's some timing involved. But I will tell you and our listeners, and you can tell them too, uh, I'm, it's all about the work, man. It's just all about the work. I don't care what the work is. I don't care if it's sitting on a therapist's couch. I don't care if it's... Uh, you know, getting your hands on whatever self-help thing you can, anything and everything for the cause. That's what I'm all about. And I am a big fan of the law of attraction. I, re- I saw it. I told you I read it. And um, I think there's something to it. There's some kooky things. Uh, Robbie's pointing to the shut shut up. What? No, we have a break that we Wrap are it up? late no. for that we okay. have to get to. So, so uh, I want to. So after the break, let's talk about the law of attraction. And we have some emails too. Oh yeah, yeah. so much, so much so again. We will be back here after this go. break with Ariel. Time flies when yes. you're getting enlightened. Right back. And now back to done being single with married couple and dating ass kickers, Trevor and Robbie Sharf. Okay, we are back for our last segment. And uh, Ariel, are you still with us? Hopefully. I am with you. Happy Excellent. to be here. We are with you too. Uh, honey, you want to read some emails? Sure. Okay. So um, we actually have, uh, let's see. Hi, Ariel. I'm a single mom, been divorced for four years, and I want more than anything to find my next love and get married. But all I meet are guys who aren't serious contenders. I know what I want, what I'm looking for, but I don't understand why I keep attracting the same type. Very frustrating and discouraging. Thanks, single mom in L.A. Okay, so there's an easy fix to that, all right, and it's called online dating. And right now, one in three marriages is starting online. It works exceptionally well for women over 50. I don't know what your caller's age is. And the thing to do is that when you write your um, profile, you put it right up top what it is you're looking for. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking for a long-term committed marriage with a guy who loves kids. You want to just be very clear from sentence one. That's what you're just looking for. Get it for. out there. Because that will, it'll weed out all the ones who are looking just for a hookup or aren't interested in marriage, if that's what you're interested in. Or if you're not interested in getting married, you could just, you know, word it in a way that I'm looking for a monogamous, committed lover of life to, uh, who enjoys teenage kids, or whatever that is. And I actually have a course that teaches how to date. It's, it's, and there's a free 75-minute webinar you can check out. It's at soulmatepassion44.com, soulmatepassion44.com. Just check that out. Listen to the free webinar. There's lots of good juicy tips in there. I have a follow-up to that question. What if the self-loathing, what if there's some hidden self-loathing going on and she is unconsciously attracting losers? What if she is online? Well, what this, if she does say all that? Yeah. What if, but, okay. Well, that's why God invented therapists and coaches. You know, we all need a little help sometimes, and we can't always see ourselves. 
So if there's some, you know, very deep programming that's on repeat, then, you know, invest a little money into your psyche and get the help to surface that and heal it. Good advice. Yes, great. Uh, Done let's that. go to a another, we have a, this is going to be a short segment, unfortunately, but uh, we are, we have another email. Uh, I think we've already touched on this a little bit, but um, hi, Robbie and Treva. I have a question for your guest. I'm successful. I make a nice living. I seem to attract clients and business with ease, but I can't for the life of me attract love. It's like there are two different parts of me that aren't connected. If you're successful in one area of your life, shouldn't you be in all areas of your life? Thanks for the answer in advance. And, yeah, uh, so what, yeah. what I've noticed with smart, successful women is that they don't invest the time it takes. Just like you invest the time in building a client base, you spend so much time every day or every week, you need to invest that time in dating. So I tell these women, you have to commit to a minimum of 30 minutes every single day to go online to search the profiles of the men. Don't wait for them to find you. If you wait for them to find you, you could get old and die. What you want to do is you want to go out there and start reading all these profiles. And if you see one or two things in the profile that sound interesting, then make the first move. Just send them a one-sentence email. I'll give you an example. Let's say, um, Trevor, you, you see Robbie's profile, and he talks about how much he loves the Hawaiian pizza at Sammy's. It's his favorite food. You would write to him and say, you know what, Robbie? I think we're pizza soulmates. I'm crazy about Hawaiian pizzas. Period. The end. Don't write another word. He's going to go check your profile. If he's interested, he'll write you back. But if you're sitting around waiting, nothing's going to happen. And the problem with more successful women is that the work stuff gives them so much satisfaction and comes so much easier that they don't hold themselves accountable for being proactive when it comes to dating. Uh, I I really love that feedback because that is something that uh, when you just focus on one thing, that you picked up on from somebody's profile and you key on that and you, you have a simpatico with that person regarding that one thing, uh, that's all you need to do to hopefully spur the interest from the, the other person back to you. And I think it's really smart. Right, and it can and, be uh, so fun because they could yeah. write back and say, okay, well, I only like my pizza when I'm drinking, you know, pale <laughs> ale from Dublin or whatever it is, right? And you just start this sort of lighthearted, fun conversation to find you know, what are the synchronicities and the similarities that you share? You know, you don't start with this heavy stuff like, you know, tell me about your last relationship. I, I, I think it's a great oh, takeaway. Uh, unfortunately, we are running out of program quickly, so we only have two minutes. Uh, Ariel, please promote yourself. Let us know how people can find <laughs> you and feel free. This is your segment. Thank Go. you. Okay, so... At my website, which is soulmatesecret.com, soulmatesecret.com, there's a tab that says free stuff. (laughs) All you have to do is go to free stuff. And what I've got there are closed-eyed guided processes called feelingizations to help you manifest anything and everything. There are videos to watch. There are uh, books to download. There's all kinds of good stuff. So just go to soulmatesecret.com. Other than that, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash soulmatesecret. And if you want to spend a weekend with me and go deep dish on manifesting mm. your soulmate, I'll be at the Omega Institute in upstate New York the weekend of October 19th through the 21st. 
Excellent. Wow. Great. You are you are to be found. We know where to find you. Yes. You can't say you can't find Arielle Ford. Follow she her is, on Twitter. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow at everybody. Dunbeingsingle.com. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Arielle. This has been most enlightening. And uh, uh, thank you, Sonia. Where I think she's in our living room now. <laughs> she's taken to her <laughs> bed. After so this. I think. Uh, but uh, we had a fun couple seconds. This was there. really fun. Yes. Arielle, thank you good. so much. All right. And thank thanks, you. Everybody. It was great talking with you guys. You too, and uh, we'll see you online, and uh, we will see everybody uh, next week. And uh, all right, looking forward to that. We are done being single. Wow, that sounds just like something that uh, Shadow would say. You yeah, know? I'm Shadow Stevens with my friends Trevor and Robbie on done being single. Damn go. it! Yeah, he stole our thunder. That's yeah. okay. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. See you next week on Done Being Single. 